Hey, if you were listening to this podcast, then you must love Bar Reef High School, just like I do. Well, then you're going to love me on the Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. We talk about all teams in the area on Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball. We talk to coaches, administrators, broadcasters, but especially the North Davis Cougars. But based on the success of the Bar Reef Vikings, it's mostly about uh, the Vikings. Okay, okay. But we've had our fair share of pro athletes, too, along with Washington Lagoda. It's not just about you. Hey, folks, if you want to hear guys argue just like this over local sports, then please tune in every week, wherever you get your podcast, to Davis and Martin County's only local sports podcast, Impulse Radio Presents Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball. to another episode of the Bar Eve podcast and this one is of the emergency variety and we promised you when we started this venture a few weeks ago that this was going to be a bi-weekly podcast and sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures and in case you haven't uh, heard over the weekend the Bar Eve Lady Vikings victorious at the Jasper Semi-State and for the second time in three years, the Lady Vikings heading to the state finals at Worthen Arena in Muncie, Indiana. I'm Mike DeCourcy, host of the Bar Eve podcast, and we passed a significant milestone last week. And we are now in just three episodes over in radio what we would call 1,000 unique downloads. And that basically means we have had 1,000 different people download the Bar Reef podcast and you think people don't want to hear stories about different things in a small town and a little school but uh, I think the uh, data and statistics would indicate otherwise so keep spreading the word get us wherever you get your podcasts on Apple Spotify Podbean Google and of course we post it on the Bar Reef Media Facebook page so lots of interest lots of people listening in and today episode one we've had Albert Cavanaugh we've had coach Josh Thompson but today's going to be the funnest because we've got four Bar-Eev volleyball seniors, and not only four Bar-Eev volleyball seniors, but four players who have been named All-State in different capacities. But most importantly, four members of the Bar-Eev media class, and we all know that's important. And to my left, I've got senior Addison Ainsco, senior Anna Ballinger, to my right, senior J.C. Thompson, and senior... Hannah Graber, and during this emergency Bar Eve podcast, we are going to talk about where we've been, where we're going, and uh, everything that has unfolded. So, 
And what's going on right now is we've just got a couple of headsets. We've got Anna with one on. We've got Hannah with one on, and they're going to pass it back and forth between uh, themselves and JC and uh, and Addison. And that's going to be the uh, method that we're going through here today. But uh, it's been a good few weeks. Barib, the uh, sectional champion at Eastern Green, the regional championship here at Barib. The semi-state, of course, at Jasper, now headed to the state finals. So where we're going to start today, I'll start to my left with Anna. And obviously, this has been the, uh, Anna, the most, I would say, confusing, you have to be adaptable time that we've ever had. And I don't think any of that was more clear than a couple of weeks ago when basically they moved the regional from Mitchell to right here at Bar Eve in the middle of the week. When all that was going down and you guys found out that, you know, we, we got to play more volleyball and more volleyball on our home court, what were you thinking when that happened? I mean, this whole year we've been kind of like, never know what's going to happen. You never know if we're going to play the next game or if this is going to be our last practice. So, and then we just finding out that it was at our home court, we were even more excited that we get to not lose on our home court. Uh, you know, Hannah, I, I, I kind of whispered to you that it was a possibility that, that we would be playing on our home court. You know, do, do you think that gave us kind of a mental edge, or did you guys feel like, hey, we're the favorites anywhere we play, and if we just come and show up and take care of our business, you know, we, we can you know, we can win in Antarctica if we have to. What, what, what was your thought process when that was happening? Uh, coming into postseason, we all just, us seniors, we came together and we just – we told each other we're not losing, so I think no matter where we would have been, I think we would have came out on top. So it gets moved in the middle of the week, but you know, Hannah, when that announcement did come, I don't know if I get excited about a lot, but but I was really I was really pumped about that, and I thought that was um, I thought that was a big moment. I mean, what what was your first thought when you know we get the news that hey, it, this is coming, you know, home to Bar Eve. I was jacked. I was so excited that we didn't have a long bus ride. <laughs> uh, Anna, what was your first first thought when, when that happens? No long bus rides, definitely. <laughs> the, the, the long bus rides um, uh, certainly going to be eliminated. So that happens at regional. But I'm going to backtrack here for just a little bit. I'm going to talk to you guys about it first, and then I'm going to get Addie and, and JC's um, uh, impression on it. I, I've seen a, a joy – this year amongst you know you guys and your team that you know I think to play a sport until you're a senior you've got to love it at, at a lot of different levels but what what's it like and you guys are good and you're decorated and you've and you've won a lot of games but but what's it like when it almost gets taken away how was that uncertainty over the spring and the summer that there there may not be a senior season what was that like Anna um, I mean, it's obviously super scary because it's already your se senior season and you know that it's going to get cut any time. So knowing that there's a possibility that it would be cut the beginning, the middle, or not even start was just horrible. And I'm just so thankful that we've gotten this far. You know, Hannah, we, we, we talked a lot and there was just a lot of uncertainty. I mean, standing in your driveway, talking to your to your mom and dad and and. You know what were what were times like at home? Was it was it almost like answering answering questions where there were no answers, where where everybody wanted to know what was going on, kind of day by day? Yeah, it really changes your 
um, perspective on things, you know, anything can get taken from you and just blink of an eye. So we had a lot of things we had to get finished this season, and we knew that every day could be our last. I think that's really made a difference. All right, as you kind of pass that headset over to JC and uh, one over to Addy, I, I, you know, I think one of the things that's going to happen is is teams all across the state are going to have to do some really, really um, unique things to get ready for a season that may not happen. And I think, I, I call me crazy, I don't know if anybody got as creative as what uh, Amber DeCourcy and Tyler Schulteis did to, to at least keep you guys mentally prepared. JC, talk about, you know, just the – the, the the workouts and the teams and 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 and, and kind of what that was like as we waited um so amber just kept us really hopeful during the summer and just kind of told us enjoy this time don't know if we're gonna have a season just stay together stay positive and we just kind of kept that mindset and when that was happening and i know jc you and i've talked about it we both love psychology we like you know current events and issues and and one of the things that's happened during all of this COVID stuff is, you know, you, you, you've got to balance um, public health with mental health and, and what's going on with children. And we've seen depression, uh, suicide attempts, alcoholism, all of these things really, really go up during this time because people are locked away. They're, they're kept isolated from people. And I know you specifically – you know, you used it in a much different way, and there was a point during this isolation where you were working out multiple times a day, and you were sending Amber, hey, you know, I've lost this many pounds, or I'm in the best shape that I've been in in this many years. Talk, talk about that a little bit. I thought that was one of the cooler things where you hear so much bad stuff, but, uh, you know, I thought you used it in a really positive way. Yeah, so I just really have struggled with anxiety and depression before and I knew if I'm just sitting around laying in bed it's gonna it's gonna bite me again so I just told myself that I'm gonna use this time in a positive way and I just really wanted to just better myself mentally and physically and that's what I did. And Addison um, you know you you guys were kind of put in charge of, of leading young girls in these workouts and just trying to, 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 to stay ready what you know what what was your approach and and, uh, you know, how did you communicate with your girls? And, and what was your goal during that whole time? Um, my goal was to get the mindset of them to just have confidence in themselves and better themselves as a whole. And our mindset was we didn't really know if we were going to play, but we wanted to play to the best of our ability when it was time to play. So just getting them mentally and physically prepared was the biggest thing. And and while all, all that was going on, I you know, it you guys have all – played varsity volleyball for four years um but it's it's a little bit different when you are the senior for the first time you know talk about doing that over you know you're you're socially isolated and you've got to communicate with these girls and they've got to send videos and clips of themselves working out that do, do you think that helped kind of mold you into that senior leader role um for sure um I think having to talk to them and make sure they actually do the workout and them actually like wanting to do it and sending videos, you know, you don't even have to ask. I think that made a relationship with each other and um, just having that accountability um, to know that they actually are doing them, that made it 10 times better than, you know, not having to worry about them not doing it. 
and JC, one of the things that I've seen so far, and, and I know uh, Jeff Doyle, Travis Madison, Aaron Ash, they, they, they've noticed that a lot of these young girls, they, they really kind of look up and cling to you guys where if you walk into a gym, you don't see six seniors and then all of the underclassmen in their own little huddle. There's a lot of intermixing. Do you, do you think it helped maybe build that relationship? I, I, you know, I can talk about my daughter, and you guys have known her, and she's a sophomore and plays with you guys. But uh, but I definitely think, you know, as you guys started this, um, you know, I, I know she really loved coming to your house to work out, JC. I know, you know, she got to run around with Addison and, 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 and do things, you know, senior to sophomore. And I, I, I just think that really, you know, that, that it was an opportunity for you guys to create a closeness. Yeah. Um, having them, I think, come to my house and not have, like, a volleyball practice and – just come together. I think that helped the relationship so much. They weren't coming in intimidated because they just saw us when our on our off time. Yeah, and and uh, you know, as, as all that is happening, uh, was it hard to be a leader for the first time? Was it was it different to put that that um, shoe on the other foot, or is, is it something that that kind of came naturally to you? I think it just came natural. I mean, anything I've ever done, I've kind of taken on a leadership role my whole life so it was just kind of kind of natural for me and I got a question that I that I do want to ask all, all four of you guys and this is going to lead us into to what happened last weekend and then where we're going this weekend um you guys win a 1a state championship as sophomores and you get bumped up for the second time by the success factor a class to class 2a in the IHSAA and a lot of people just automatically assume that things are going to carry on. And, and last year, the record was really, really good, 34-3. and three. As usual with you guys, there are bumps and bruises and injuries and everything else that goes along with it. But I don't think a lot of people really understand the mental side of, of what it's like to actually have a target on your back. How hard was it last year mentally to defend something and try to win something at the same time? So usually having, like, pressure, we react in a good way. But last year it was just such – it was just more of a mental than a physical game. We I think we took it too, too hard, and we just – I don't know, we just cracked. How, how hard was it? Addison to to defend and 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 you know you like to say that at Bar Eve you get you get everybody's best shot every time but now you're moving up a class you're defending you've got um, a lot of your team back intact but but mentally how how hard was it to to do that oh it was very hard um so mentally you get tired and you have the pressure on your back that you have to succeed I mean and we want to succeed but it's really tough to prepare yourself mentally and physically to defend a state championship right after you just won. And I think moving up a class, your competition gets better and you have to put more time in to work on those things. When you play good competition, you have to be your best. And I think that puts so much pressure mentally on us. What was the biggest challenge for you last year, Hannah, knowing that, that you do have to come back and, and, and defend? What, what, what was something that you didn't expect or anticipate or, or, or maybe struggle with a little bit with that with that target? 
I mean, moving up a class, obviously we knew the competition was going to be better, but it, it kind of, it almost made, made us mad because, you know, we're this little 1A school. We, we don't think we need to be moved up to 2A. Like, that's not fair to us. But then the other way we have to look at it is we deserve this and, like, we are capable of doing so much more than we think. So I think it's just understanding that we, we can do so much more than we actually think we can is really what makes the difference. Al, what was the biggest challenge last year with you, and 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 did you guys have that mental block? Was it was it something that you you struggled with? I I know it was um, you know an, an an issue for everybody. It, it it really is, coaching staff included. Yeah, the mental block was definitely the toughest part last year. Um, just all the things that played like trying to not disappoint people. That was the biggest thing was like, oh, they're they're good, like they're not going to lose. So we kind of felt like we couldn't disappoint people, and that was really where the middle block started. Was it? Did it become more of a, you know, playing not to lose mentality instead of playing to win? Yeah, definitely. And, like, you can see, compared to last year to this year, such such a big difference. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. And I think that's and, – and you hear that with everybody, and I know a lot of you guys watched the, the Michael Jordan Last Dance – um, documentary and and there were times where uh, everybody on the coaching staff and the players were kind of texting back and forth and and when you were watching that I mean did that make you appreciate you know what it's like to actually win consecutive championships and how hard it really is yeah it kind of made you think oh, okay we're not the only ones all right well that leads us into Saturday uh, so we take care of business at Eastern Green uh, we take care of business in our own regional and and quite frankly, I, I know you can use a lot of cliches, and and I know Amber is probably the worst or the best at that, depending on how you look at it. One game at a time, you're only playing the next team and everything else. But let's not lie. You, you guys have spent 365 days preparing yourself mentally to get another shot to play Heritage Christian again. Is that accurate to say? Yeah. And – Heritage Christian, the defending, uh, the the defending two A champions, and they essentially have got everybody back. They've got the most decorated player um, in the state on their team. And first of all, what were your impressions on last year's game? We go to Columbus East, we get beat three zero, and um, you know the. The season kind of ends with a thud. What what were your thoughts on on last year, the game, how you were feeling as it was happening? Um, I mean, obviously we went out there and played our best, played our hardest, but it just didn't feel like it was clicking last year. And then going into this year, we knew that like this is our last chance, and the team chemistry felt better, and we just knew that us seniors literally agreed that we are not losing and we just came together and told everybody that hey this is our last shot and we need to we need to make this happen what were your thoughts on that game last year Hannah it, it you know Tyler Schulteis he used a, a, a phrase that I just it really hit home with me and he said he he felt like Heritage Christian was just kind of playing around with this last year they you know we, we had a point where we had a lead early and then they kind of took control and then they would mess around a little bit, and we would come back, and they, they were just kind of playing with us a little bit, you know, cat-and-mouse type stuff. But when it came time to put us away, they did. 
you know what what were your thoughts on that game last year? I mean, <laughs> it definitely it was a it was a bummer, you know, coming off of a state championship, but it was one of those things where I think it helped us in the long run because it really gave us the men- mentality this year that you know, we have to come out on top every game and play our best. Um and this summer, as all of this is going on, you know, I, you know, we're sending messages back and forth, and and people don't remember Marion County just about canceled their entire fall sports season. Um, when I am sending that information out to to everybody else, is that something, Anna, that you think, man, we may have an easier path, or is it something where you're like? No, I, I don't want to do it that way. I, I want, I want to, I want another chance, and I want a chance to to avenge that loss. I mean, it kind of goes both ways. Like, if they were were to be out, I mean, it would obviously be a lot easier for us to get there. But then knowing that we didn't like get the full like run for them, like that kind of would make you back deep down in your heart, make you feel like, oh, it kind of makes me feel. Mm, What's the word? <laughs> well, a little less than, yeah, a little, like like, yeah. you, like you got a like you got an easy pass. Yeah. So Hannah, what what did you think about that? I mean, uh, we went back and forth, but you know, I it's kind of like almost a senior, you know, tearing an ACL or something. I I don't wish that on anybody, and I don't I wouldn't wish not having a season on on, on any team. I wanted to go through them. What what did you think about that, Hannah? I mean, initially, I was I was super excited. Honestly, I was just like, yes, like. We don't have to deal with them again. But then another part of me was like, no, like we're getting revenge on them. And then there's a part of you that thinks, well, if Heritage Christian gets knocked out, then, you know, surrounding schools or whoever, they're going to say, oh, well, Bariv had it easy. Bariv didn't have to face them. Or Bariv had it easy this time because this team got knocked out. And it's one of those things. There's always excuses to why we succeed. And I just think there's a lot more behind everything that people don't know. And Addison, when you, when that news is going around, uh, you know what, what's the first thing that you're thinking about? I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm guessing knowing you, you know, you you like the, you know, you like to go through obstacles. I'm, I, I know you probably wanted another crack at him again. I did. I wanted to, want our team just to show how good we are and that we deserve to be in two A. And we did that on Saturday, and it was it felt amazing to actually beat them and play them again. And JC, I mean, I'll change gears on the questions a little bit, but but how often have you thought about last year's game, and and how often, you know, in the last 365 days, did you think about getting another crack at them? Probably every day. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I just I would just watch it again. I was like, well, if I would have not missed this serve, or well, if this person would have got this ball, we could have did this, and it's just over and over. So just another crack at him I was like okay now we have no no regrets here we can do it and when all of this is going on we obviously go 365 days and I think there was this thought that if we could not only get another shot at him but I think last year we had divided allegiances and what I mean by that is that First of all, you're hopping on a bus and you're driving two-plus hours to Columbus to play in an orange gym. And then when you get there, 
that's typically a Saturday where a lot of Bar Eve people are going a lot of different directions. You've got uh, cross-country state finals where we've usually got somebody participating. We've got some fans going. That's usually a beta weekend that's going to take away a lot of your kids. But this year, um, there's no cross-country state finalist. Obviously, there's no beta because of, of COVID. And it's in Jasper, and we're 25 minutes away. So now they've got to get on the bus, and we've got our crowd. Is that something that you thought about and, and, and thought, man, this is this is a complete role reversal. Now, you know, we get to do it on our terms. Yeah, that's – whenever I heard it was at Jasper, I was like, finally. Like, obviously, we played their sophomore year, and, I mean, we just – we demolished them. Like, it was just great. And then – I knew going in, we had all the confidence and everything in our court, and it just lined up perfectly. Addie, what what was your thoughts initially when you found out? Hey, it's it's in Jasper, you know, Viking Nation. We're going to get um, yeah, it, close to a normal amount of tickets, and it, and and for the first time in a year, it's going to seem like a normal environment. I'm always hyped. Um, we could have a larger crowd. I knew we always usually have a crowd, but with COVID, you know, our numbers have been down because we weren't allowed anybody besides like immediate family and so when I found out it was Jasper I was like heck yeah we're gonna have a crowd and we're actually gonna have a cheer block and I think by having the crowd in it and the cheer block in it it helps us do our thing and the mentality we're not gonna lose helped a lot. So as the game is going on Addison and and, and I don't know if I necessarily agree with the assessment that that they were just that much better than us last year. I did feel like they played around with us. But at what point in the game did you know that that this year was different than last year? Um, last year, I feel like this year we have a better mentality of, like, we're not going to lose. And we always fight back no matter what. And even if it's a close game, Amber prepared us mentally and physically to always put back a fight. And I think when the, it was in the second set, it was like 29 to 27, I believe. It was really close, and um, I just thought that, like, with that being so close, we didn't give up, and we kept fighting until the very end. And, J.C., when, when did you think that the, the whole thing was was different, when, when it had a different feel than last year? Um, it was in the first three points, and Anna Ballinger just goes right through Raven, and I said, yep, it, she's gone, and I just knew it from there. <laughs> So you, you you literally made that deduction yes. really early in the game that if we did our thing and and we just kind of kept the pressure on, it it was going to go our way. Yep. I, I just had a feeling. And um, as, uh, as all of this is going on, and I know, Anna, you've played a lot of uh, high-level club volleyball, and, and you've seen and went up against a lot of the best players in the nation. Um and I think everybody, every athlete, some days they know they've got it, or they or they know they don't. When when did you know that day that I'm I'm going to play really well, and I and I'm going to outplay, you know, the best player in the state, Miss Volleyball. I mean, I knew that this was going to be a tough game, and I would really have to show out. And after the first set, and the moment I knew that, like, okay, like I'm like on it today, was whenever. Hannah looked at Tyler and Amber and said, do I need to mix the ball? And they said no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Hannah, would that be your, your point, too, where you knew, where you knew that, um, you know, I, I think in volleyball we look at, at hitting so much and, you know, the team goes as the offense goes. But as the, the setter, kind of the point guard, when did you know that, you know, this, 
if 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 we follow the game plan and and take care of business, today is going to be the day. I mean, honestly, as soon as we got there to Jasper and we got into the auxiliary gym and we started like warming up and stuff, that's when I knew. Like everyone was so excited and like mentally we were so we were there. We were all in our element and we were just ready to go. But then definitely in the first set, whenever I looked over at Amber and Tyler and I was like, "Do I need to mix?" and they said, "Why why fix something if it's not broken?" and that's just really I just knew. And so obviously we 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 get the job done. Um it it, it it's a four set uh victory, a little law there in the second set, but uh you know, you 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 find out that you've won and now I think one of the things that that I thought was funny is I had a uh, random fan tell me that they were watching the other semi-state and when it was kind of announced that you know we had done the job you you saw the fans at the other semi-state going what the heck how did that happen because I think you know they fully expected probably Heritage Christian to come out of that game um so we win and I know you guys don't view it as an upset, but, uh, you know, what are your impressions about what other people might think about it? Um, I mean, other people obviously thought, especially not from around here, that we were just going to get rickrolled and it just wasn't even going to be a game. And you can honestly tell that Heritage Christian thought that too. And they didn't come out like they – they just came out like they thought they were going to just – beat the crap out of us and it's not it doesn't feel like an upset upset to us because we knew coming in there that it, it was game time and Hannah uh as as all of this is happening um I, I heard you say a lot last week you know we we got this I mean what what was something that maybe you caught on film or or something that you saw that you're like yeah we we you know we we can do this and if if we execute, we, we got it. I feel like collectively, like as a team, we were the better team. But, like, if you could just pick one person or one player, they definitely had, you know, with Raven, she was, like, the best player out there probably. But um, I think, like, we we play more together and we believe in each other more versus, you know, getting each other's face and, like, actually yelling at people in a mean way versus, like, <laughs> constructive criticism, which is what we do a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was just it. And, and the laughter in the background is J.C. <laughs> pointing at Addison because J.C. can be a pit bull to <laughs> Miss Ainsco from time to time. So the Vikings get it done. Wapahani is the opponent on um, on Saturday, and Wapahani is a lot like Bari. They have been in Class 1A. They've been in Class 2A as their enrollment has grown, but they've also been bumped up to Class 3A via the success factor before. Um so obviously this is a school with a with a good volleyball history, um, and they've won a lot of volleyball games over the years. Uh, Anna, have you have you seen anything? Have you looked? Have you watched a little film, or or what are your thoughts so far as we start to get ready? Um, I've watched a little bit of film, and they are kind of like us. Um, they have a few big girls, and you know you celebrate your semi-state win, but now you're just focused on one thing. And Hannah, I know it's it's nice to. Uh, celebrate that win I mean did, did you give yourself 24 hours and then back to work did you start uh, checking in on some film you know very quickly what what was your mentality on it uh, Saturday night the team got together and we celebrated but then you know Sunday 
came around and we just started watching film and looking up, you know, wh what they had, and we were just really curious to see what the what the next game was. And uh, in Addison, when all of that is going on, what did you give yourself some time to enjoy it, or or was it, uh, you know, kind of the right back to work mentality? Because I, you know, I, I think you guys do need to to balance this out. This is your senior year. Um, you, you should enjoy these, but you do still have work to do. Um, you know, what was your mentality on it? Um, we got together as a team. We enjoyed it that night. We celebrated, had fun together. Um, Sunday morning came, and it was go time. We watched some film, got a good idea on them, and it was like, okay, time for, to prepare for state and not losing. So, yeah. JC, you're a pit bull. I know for a fact you probably stayed up on Saturday night watching film. Actually, I crashed at about <laughs> one, <laughs> but I woke up about eight, and I think I started watching them at nine. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously, they're they're an opponent, and uh, you know Delaware County. They you know they kind of call themselves the you know the cradle of volleyball in the country. Um, you know, essentially, it's right in their backyard on Saturday. What do you think about that? Doesn't bother me. I mean. I'm ready to play anywhere. I could play anybody anywhere, anytime. Are you ready? I think so, too. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to give you guys one last chance to say things as we close up here on this special emergency uh, podcast as we get ready for um, Saturday. What is, JC, I'll start with you. What is your one message to Viking Nation as we, as we get ready for Saturday? Um, I just want to say to all the people that doubted us, Saturday that we can prove anybody wrong and then this weekend that we just want to prove everybody that we belong in 2A. And Addie what's your uh, message to Viking Nation? One thing you can say, one thing you want to tell them, one thing you want to ask them. What's uh, your one message? Um, same as JC that we can prove everybody wrong, um, upset anyone every time, anytime, um, can be anywhere, anyone, anywhere and to show up and stay on Saturday. All right, Hannah, one message. Um, well, Viking Nation, it's great having you there, but, you know, with COVID and everything, if you're there or not, we're ready to go, so we got this. And, Anna, your one message, what do you got? Um, God bless and go Vikings. Um, <laughs> kind of what JC said, that we're going to prove people 1A and a 2A state champ. So, uh Obviously, I think one of the things that, that we talk about, and as we kind of close up here, uh, crowds help win games. Yeah, they do. And Be loud. Be loud. Do we need all of Viking Nation on Saturday? Are you begging for Viking Nation to I'm show up? I'm begging you. Yes, begging. Please. <laughs> all right. That's the uh, four Bar Eve media class members, uh, Addison Ainsco, Anna Ballingy, J.C. Thompson, and Hannah Graber as they talk about not only the semi-state uh, championship on Saturday, but the upcoming state finals and an emergency Bar Eve podcast today as the Viking semi-state champions are now getting ready to play Wapahani in the state finals next week, or this weekend in Muncie. That'll be a 1.30 start. Of course, you can hear us on 95.9. 101.3 around the world on WAMWAMFM.com and of course catch the game on the IHSAA network of television stations. So next week join us on the Barry podcast again we'll have part two with Barry basketball coach Josh Thompson as he talks about his coaching career 
And as always, stay tuned to the Bar Eve media page as we have announcements, videos, and everything else in between as the Lady Vikings get ready, get ready for the state finals. So thanks for tuning in. Get us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, the Google Store, and, of course, on the Bar Eve media Facebook page. I'm Mike DeCourcy. We'll talk to you next week with Coach Josh Thompson. God bless and go Vikings.